the golden thread running through all of them, going back to that word, is wholeness. This sense of being the real you and enjoying being the real you, fully alive, free or relatively free from inner anxieties and doubts. Uh, expressing yourself powerfully, wisely, creatively, lovingly. Being you. In service to something that's bigger than you, something worthwhile. Now, I may have uh, put you off here and given you the idea that a, a person with presence has all of these seven qualities. And I don't, I don't mean that at all. Um, I do suggest that these are the seven qualities shared by anyone with pure presence. But note the word pure. I don't see presence as binary. It's not a case of you've got presence or you haven't got presence. I think you can have degrees of presence, depending on your level of inner wholeness. So... Relax a bit on this. I mean, I picked two notable leaders. Winston Churchill inspired a nation. He inspired our nation through six years of hell. And he certainly had presence. But did you know he suffered from depression? He called it the black dog. Did you know he could be haughty and disdainful and sarcastic around his work colleagues? He could. It's well, it's, it's, uh, well documented. Abraham Lincoln, did you know that this extraordinary man, regarded as one of the greatest ever American presidents, suffered from what they called melancholia at that time, which we now call depression? It's again been well studied. And he undoubtedly had presence. So the point I'm making is that you can have presence and still have some flaws. I mean, neither of these men exhibited a sense of inner peace and joy and flow, for example. Certainly, Lincoln did not. And look at Churchill. The fact that he was being haughty and sarcastic suggests to me that he probably had a hidden self-esteem issue. Yet, there was still presence. And here's an interesting point. That kind of presence, even though it's diluted presence, has a depth to it that no amount of charisma can fake over time. That again shows the difference between the two. I genuinely believe that all of us have the ability to exude more presence and experience our own presence. I'm not saying we have the same amount of presence in every context. I'm not saying that everybody has the same degree of leadership presence. You may not even have the same degree, potential-wise, of coach presence. But I am saying you have your own unique presence and you can exude more of it to the benefit of your clients and your practice. Now, you may be wondering, is there any research to back up all this stuff he's been saying about the seven qualities? And I'm pleased to tell you, no. Actually, there is a bit. Abraham Maslow, are you familiar with his work? I mean, read it. It's outstanding. This was the first psychologist to start saying, why are we studying people with anxiety and generalizing from that? Let's study successful people, happy people, positive people, geniuses, and see what we learn from that. He was incredible in the 1950s and 60s. And he became fascinated by what he called peak experiences. These were, these were intense moments of well-being, intense happiness, intense satisfaction with life. I believe these are temporary experiences of presence. And in his book, Towards the Psychology of Being, which is well worth reading, 
he lists from his research the 18 attributes of peak experiences. I originally had it in the presentation, but it was too long. I took it out. It is very easy to map them across to the seven qualities. So have a look at that book if you're interested.